Hey y'all, um, we're backstage at the Bluebird as we are every week. Um, who, who is? Well, I, <laughs> I'm your host Johnny Elias. With me, as always, is Andrew Jones, as you heard. Yeehaw. Um, and we are we're not here watching Nashville. We're here listening to Nashville. Last week we finished season one. Um, it was exciting, wasn't it? It was a car crash. It was a car crash. <laughs> Technically, I suppose, yes. Um, a car has crashed upon itself. Yeah. Are you, are you still on the edge of your seat wondering, does Deacon survive? Does Rainer survive? Does the car survive? I'm really worried about the car. That's one of my favourite yeah. characters. <laughs> you know, my love of the franchise is very excited to see if the car will eventually gain its own sentience and become its own piston cup challenger. <laughs> you can watch the films about that car on Disney+. Plus. Um, and you can watch the films about the car's favourite friends that play on Disney Plus as well. They're Disney tunes. Some of them deal with fire and rescue. Um, well, we are here listening to um, the season one soundtrack. We're listening to two soundtracks, technically, because I found there, there's loads of different releases, but um, I found there's a volume one and a volume two for each season, I think. Ooh, um, uh, but there is a, a full season one, which is like 30, 40 songs longer. And we don't have the time for that. But this is the highlights. These are This is volume one and volume two um, with some added songs in because um, volume one has some exclusive tracks, uh, bonus tracks at the end. And volume two had some Target exclusive tracks at the end. Um, and how many of these are uh, Hank Williams songs? Do you have <laughs> dates of recording and dates of release for these? No, I've got who they're written by, but I don't have any information on... No one cares about who writes the song. (laughs) Anyone Um, can write a song, but it's making the song your own. That's the spectacular spark. And I've got what what episodes uh, they are featured in. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool, isn't it? Um, Yes, Johnny, you're pretty cool. You're wearing shades indoors. (laughs) It's night. We've got a full tank of casts. I'm on a mission from God. I thought you said full tank of cash then. Yeah, yeah, I've got a full tank of cash. <laughs> um, well, shall we start with uh, the first song? We're going to hear little snippets of it so we can just get some context, because, you know, otherwise you won't know what we're talking about. So this is... This is Buried Under. Buried Under. Now, you weren't too keen on this the first time, right? Yeah, it's a bit bland. And how, how are you finding Anna? You know, because you know who uh, who Raina James is now, the singer of that song. Well, it says um, artist, natural cast. Yeah, Connie it does. Britain, so. <laughs> yeah, Raina James as played by Connie Britton. Oh, okay, in right. cast. Um, <laughs> um, have, have you warmed to the song at all? Not really, no. Um, oh, <laughs> Well, moving on. Um, <laughs> no, there's not much. It's, it, it's a thumpy, drivey song. I can hear that, but right. Let me listen. See? Yeah, it's just a little bit kind of. It's got a driving thing to it. I get that, but it doesn't really go places. So this wouldn't go in your top five for the season. 
Oh, I'm not going to do a top five for anything. You are going to do I'm going to make you do a top five by the end of the session. I appreciate art. I don't <laughs> like to rank it. I don't like to give it awards. I don't believe in that stuff. Well, I have a top five. Um, and it's it's the definitive top five, obviously. Okay, cause well, it's yeah, because you're the one who knows this stuff. <laughs> well, this was written by uh, Chris, Chris, De- De- uh, Chris DeStefano and Natalie Hemby, okay. uh, performed by Jane, Rainer James in uh, the episodes Move It On Over, you're going to change or I'm going to leave. Uh, and I'm sorry for you, my friend. Um, it kept coming which out. Is episodes 5, 6 and 10. Now, the writers, were they dealing with writing this in a small office in which uh, Haley might come by and see if they want any yoghurt? <laughs> I, I think all oh, writers dream of that. I hope it's uh, you know, authentic to the show at the very least. As a writer yourself, I'm sure you have a little mini fridge with yoghurt. Uh, just ready and waiting. Just, just in case just there's in case. someone who wants to come by and have the yogurt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't in my mind. That just, I just went. Oh, that reminds me. I've got some froobs in the fridge. Oh, um, <laughs> I bet Haley would like a froob. <laughs> if if she, look, if she can't have a whole pot, she'll have a froob. Let's face it. She's a froobie. All right. It's well, amazing. Uh, one scene. <laughs> that's become her defining factor. Yeah, unfortunately there is no Jolene song in this. I said there is no Jolene song in this. There's no Jolene song in this. There is no Jolene song in this. Um, <laughs> well, let's uh, go to num- uh, song number two. <sighs> I mean, already I'm getting a feel. Weird vibes, isn't it? That voice. That voice is. It's Scarlett O'Connor. Scooter. The great Scarlett O'Connor. Oh, wait for it. Wait for it. Hi, what's going on? She's going to sing more. I can't believe. Oh yeah, she's going to sing a bit more. Who's that? Oh, she had a knock tape. <laughs> oh, who's 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 that in the in, with her? I don't know, I just, just hear one voice. Well, maybe he'll get a little bit to himself. What, there's a he in this? Oh, it sounds like a man's voice, doesn't it? Does it? I can only yeah, hear one voice. <laughs> if there's the any that... other voices, they don't exist because they're mean to Scooter. If it wasn't for this voice, she wouldn't be up on that stage singing. It wasn't for that voice. She'd be happier. But damn it, I do. She'd be happier. She'd be hanging out with Deacon and they'd have Sue together. Ready? Ready? Oh. Instrumental. <laughs> can't do this. You can't just write off Gunnar Scott. He's the reason this whole thing started. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a good well, voice there. He does have a good voice. I want that. Um, I want, I'm going to keep that voice. I'm going to keep that clip and play it back to you whenever you write off Gunnar, Gunnar Scott. I'll, I'll write the character off all the time. <laughs> but no, Sam's voice has got a, a nice tenor to it for this kind of slow, melodic song. What was your favourite moment hearing his voice in the season? Don't worry, I know. I already know. I already know what your favourite moment hearing his voice was. It was when he knelt down in front of Scarlett and said, "Will you marry me?" Right? He didn't even sing it. 
<laughs> he didn't even sing it. And yet it's your favourite moment. It's weird. Um, so this was uh, written by Scarlett as a poem. This was good if I didn't know better. If I didn't know better. Um, and Gunner convinced her to turn it into a song. And he mm. got her up on stage at the Bluebird, which is where we are right now. Yeah, but we're backstage, obviously. We can't get to the front because it's crowded. We're not, we're not caring about COVID rules anymore. Um, so, so if you do hear any noise outside, that's just that happening. It was uh, performed in the episode uh, Someday You'll Call My Name. Episode uh, season one, episode uh, three. I think they're all going to be season one, Johnny. (laughs) Touche. When I was looking this up, it did say it was also performed in season four when this happened. I was like, yeah, no, I can't talk about that. Um, uh, When when they have a baby together and the baby (laughs) sings and the baby looks right at me. It was also the big moment for um, the pileps. And this is the moment that uh, made me realize this is going to be amazing and i love this show and it's it's the moment that made you realize that you love this show too right how dare you what's the moment that made you realize you actually enjoyed this show because you know you did come into this a bit standoffish johnny we'll get to that we've got a couple of songs to go for that all right yeah sorry (laughs) All all right let's play song number three number three why why are you telling me what to do are you trying to uh deny my Authority? Are you threatening to uh, undermine me? Really? Well, oh, that's a good opening to the song. That, that guitar riff, no? Hmm, but it all sounds very similar. The kind of heavy drums, the echoey guitar. Mm. Yeah, it has a, It sounds kind of similar to Buried Under in that kind of production standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Um, but it's still a good song. Right? I'm not a fan of this one. Oh, God sake. <laughs> I'm not. You were a fan of uh, If I Didn't Know Better, though, right? That's okay. Oh, God. A bit poetic for me. Um, well, Undermine is written by Trent Dabbs and... Um, How's written... it doing? Sorry? Adapt. You told me to <laughs> And written and performed by Juliet and Deacon in I Can't Help It If I'm Still In Love With You and Someday You'll Call My Name, episodes two and three. Right, here's the chorus. Picks up a little here. Nice little slide guitar going on. Hmm. Right. Then what? Strings. Uh, so not a fan of that one. No, I kind of. It's not really my cup of tea. This one is a bit of a. Again, it's a bit too stodgy. All right. Well, it feels uh, like it wants to be a country song, but I don't really get this form of country. Well, I mean, and it was our first. Bit of a big deke energy on the okay. soundtrack here. Does, doesn't, um, yeah, but doesn't really, you know, matter much. Do you want do you want some full on big deke energy? Why? Have you not got anything uh, more to say about Undermine? Or are you going to save that for another time? Well, you don't like it, so I give up. <laughs> I, that's I not think the point of the fine. show. <laughs> I think it's th- fine. Oh, so you're I, trying to get me to say <laughs> I love this while you go like, I don't think it's okay. I'm, my main aim of this whole thing is to find things you love about Nashville. <laughs> 
So I love on the people, the I love the wages. <laughs> oh, and how about that? Slight, uh... And that's good. It's weird because it's got that kind of 3 4 sound, even though it's in 4 4. Because the way he's, uh, you know, cutting off the verse each time. So you 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 saying you like this song? Interesting. Interesting is good. There you go. There's some harmony there that works. So it's got more of a real country twang to it. I'm not a big fan of the whole country rock twang. Okay. It's nice. trying to evolve into something else. It doesn't quite find itself. Oh. Let her go. Wow, well, there we go. That was. They said a, the name of the song. That was Sideshow. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, written by Aaron Scherz and Brad Tercy. Pardon um, me, are you Aaron Scherz, sirs? <laughs> performed and composed in the show uh, by Deacon Claiborne. Thank you, Deacon Claiborne. Um, Father to, <laughs> father to Maddie Claiborne. Who? Um, Maddie Claiborne. Mm, don't think that's her name. I'm pretty sure it is her name now. Legally, um, don't think it's her name. <laughs> it will be soon enough, I'm sure. Yep, we're talking season one. Um, <laughs> um, and, I uh, did have to skip over five minutes of a podcast I was listening to this morning because it was from May 2016 and they were going into Nashville season four spoilers. Out of a flip's sake, guys. Can you stop listening to that podcast? No, because I'm, I'm trying to catch up on Never Not Funny and the thing I know is they did that and they also went to a, you know, a live show once. And I'm wondering how Powers Booth worked into the live show context. Oh. Did he come out and do a monologue every so often? Have you seen um, Weekend at Bernie's? Wow. <laughs> That's what sure. everyone said. He was alive the entire run of the show, you bastard. Right. Um, well, this was uh, this song, uh, Sideshow, was um, uh, sung over a montage. Love montage songs. Um, in Move It On Over, season one, episode five. Okay. I mean, I think you're warming to it. You, you you liked this one, so so we're getting there. We've got a good one next. Do we? I mean, oh yeah, this is like um, a, quite a big song for the whole season, I'd say. Which we uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Am I? Am I? I've not got the right song. No, I don't, I don't think you got the right song at all. I think you're oh. crazy. Let's give it. A- Oh, those crunchy guitar chords. What's going on? Oh, I, might I thought we were listening to Nashville. That's the white lines. All right. Still pretty white lie. Yeah. A lot of white lies in this. But... Oh, that's some red lips I hear. Oh, 
do love this one. I love them all. <laughs> I'm starting to uh, realise an issue with this episode in that every song you start, I just want to listen to the whole song. <laughs> well, that's not how we do this. That's not how we, we do this. We can afford the rights. <laughs> Boy, oh boy. No, we're, we're, this is recapping, reviewing. This is what we're doing. We're examining yeah. things. Um, right. So this is uh, written by Sonia Isaacs, Jimmy Yeary, and Mary Green, and performed okay. by Raina James and Juliet Barnes um, in uh, Lovesick, Lovesick Blues, Season 1, Episode 7. Season 1, Episode 7. Episode um, 7. And, uh, yeah, and also performed in uh, Episode 11, You Win Again. Um, now, now this. this, this, you were asking which song, <laughs> yes. This was the song, this was the song. Oh, this really? Was the song. I think you remember our podcast after we yeah. did that when I was like, you know, this this musical number, this sequence was was exactly what I wanted. This is the kind of pump up thing, right? Okay, this was my, you know, feel good sing along. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Touche. <laughs> Um, oh, so it took seven episodes, but you were still into the show before that song. Really well, I was surviving through the show and I was finding, <laughs> people, to, finding people to defend, but at this point, it's like, oh, now the music's starting to work for me. I know, I know this is the country rock I was talking about earlier, the kind of mix, but right, this felt more like a passionate plea as opposed to the other ones felt like they were half assing it, to be honest. Okay, fair enough. Um, this one felt like, right, this is the this is coming out of the woodwork with a blistering attitude. And a real something to say. Yeah, yeah. This one, you, you felt like they, they were both sort of um, in it to... You knew it. the writers had to bring something to the table that would absolutely light up the screen, and they did. Yeah. Oh, look at you praising Nashville. Who, who'd ever think we'd get here? <laughs> Not I, sir. <laughs> Not I. Well, let's, uh, let's play. I don't know what number song we're on, but let's play the next one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we've gone a bit slow now. Yeah, we've we've got the guitars are sliding again. Yeah, do like a slide guitar. It's atmospheric. Oh, it's a bit of a minor key. I've got a power couple, Rainer. Still sounds like Rainer to me. Yeah, well, we've got the power couple, which involves Rainer. It's gonna come in and start singing a bit. <laughs> and who's that with her? There's no one with her. What do you mean? I feel like I feel some big deep energy. No, you just listen to the guitars thinking he's playing. How do you feel about this? It's a bit slower, but it's, slow. it's quite comfortable. It's it a good background music. Yeah, and it's it's you know it's one from uh, Reno and Deacon's old days. You know oh, okay. when they were sort of a couple. And when were they a couple? They, they were they ever together? They Before... dated. 
they dated about uh, about fourteen years ago, which strangely is around the well, they split up around then. Around the time when Teddy got involved. It's like, actually, I want to, you know, marry this woman and make her birth children. <laughs> what, make her birth a second child after no, this? Ch- children, plural. Two children, two unique oh. children straight from oh. the belly of Rainer. Well, it's a shame we never got to the second child, isn't it? If that's what he wanted. You know? How dare you dismiss Daphne so quickly? <laughs> um, oh, no, I love Daphne. But, you know. Yeah, the second child. Maddie is... um. Is not spring of the of the power couple. I mean, James and Deacon Claiborne. No, no, that power um, couple is the king of country and the mayor of Nashville. <laughs> so this, this is um, no Ted one Dancing will ever love mayor. you. Yeah. Written by Steve McEwen and John Paul White, uh, performed by Rainer and Deacon uh, in "I Can't Help It If I'm Still in Love with You," and "Someday You'll Call My Name." Episodes two and three of uh, season one. I've so seen. they're really going up and down with uh, the chronology. Yeah, first. yeah, the chronology of the soundtracks is a bit uh, strange, but I don't I'm mind. Trying to make it into a mixtape more than anything else, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Um, although I think Volume Two kind of goes a bit more into the second half. Well, yeah, because I'm assuming the Volume Two is more as they yeah. were finishing <laughs> off the season. It's like, right, we've got more songs now. Yeah. Um, well, uh, do you want a bit of uh, Elvis Costello? No, I don't. Well, let's play next Why one. Why would you ever ask? Let's play the next one. All of a sudden, it's on its way. That's my Costello. That sounds different. Let's see what It's that voice. It's that guy who burned all his... Uh... <laughs> All his original tapes. Oh, that is why we don't have uh, many Avery songs on these discs, because unfortunately most of them are burnt up. Ready? Got there eventually. <laughs> eventually. What you? He gave it three times, so it's worth the wait. Sounds very similar to some of the other kind of melodic rock tracks on this uh, set yeah. so far. Um, well, this is uh, written by Elvis Costello, uh, performed by Avery Barkley, um, Scarlet's Avery First Love, um, and featured in I Can't Help It If I'm Still in Love with You, and um, which is episode two. But if you play the next song, this was featured in season one, episode nine. Be careful of stones that you throw. But this next song comes from an album that doesn't say the musical Nashville original soundtrack. Yes, this is this is just another a, a little extra thing we wanted. I just wanted to show you a better version of it. See? It's always already more upbeat. Drum sounds similar. God, that voice. 
See, this doesn't sound like Nashville. What does it sound like? It sounds a bit like Claire Bowie, the Scarlet O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs> That's the album. That's the album title. <laughs> Time for the back room. Oh, there we go. I mean, that's definitely the better version. It's a right? livelier version. Livelier version. Um, how do you feel about this one? I, yeah, mean, I still, I still don't, either... don't really care. Oh. Do you no, not care it... more than Scarlet sang it? No, it's, it's the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. That chorus I guess that was... keeps going da 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 uh, is written by Kelly Archer, Justin Weaver, and Emily Shackleton, and performed she by. Was I shackled for this? <laughs> oh, now this sounds nice. Some keys going on here, eh? Don't often hear that. Mm. We haven't heard much so far in terms of piano, piano keys. Performed by, performed by uh, Julia Barnes. She's a mega superstar, right? Yep. This was featured in the pilot. Um, just wondering when the. Oh, here we go. Um, so this was, uh, yeah, featured in the pilot episode. Um, so this was the song that just did, did not denounce it, announces, denounces, <laughs> announces her as the kind of person she is, the kind of musician she is. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Um, also featured in, uh, I'm Sorry For You, My Friend, episode 10, uh, You're Gonna Change or I'm Gonna Leave, episode 6, and, um, uh, and sung, well, that one, it was sung by, uh, Juliet and Sean Butler. Oh, okay. That guy she got engaged to, remember? Remember well, him? En- engaged to? Yeah. Oh, well, at first engaged and then married. So, the sportsman. The sportsman, yeah. The sportsman doesn't sing. He does. Wow. Yeah. He done he, a sing. He done a, he done a sing song. How, how um, come he didn't do the singing on the show, though? He did. Uh, I think he, it was like an a cappella version. They were on a plane together. Oh, but that doesn't count. You know, you expect he's going to be a sportsman. You want to yeah. see him on the plane 
films. <laughs> and have like the cheerleaders behind the brass band and he's going to sing a song. Alas. Uh, and also it was featured in When You're Tired of Breaking Other Hearts, uh, sung by Deacon Claiborne, I believe, episode uh, 15. I believe that was, he sang it to um, Sue, everyone's favourite character, Sue, the dog. Where, where's Sue? Where's Sue? Where's Sue? <laughs> well, he's in our hearts. He's gone to the farm. <laughs> Not gone to the farm, he's gone to the vet. Um, and uh, right, next up, we've got... Uh, one of Juliet Barnes's biggest songs. Can we just and... say, um, for when it comes to Juliet, yes. what is her, what is the prototype they're going with in terms of what's her, what's her real life version? Do we know what she's kind of based on? Oh, what, um... what kind of country artist we're talking about when we talk about the Juliets of the world? I I always have uh, a sort of Taylor Swift version in my head. There's, there's clearly a, a Swiftish yeah. nature, but there's got to be more than just Swift. Well, what are you thinking? No, I don't know. That's why I don't oh, know right. the music industry <laughs> like that. But I can't imagine it's pure Taylor. No, but it, I, it ain't just Tay Tay. Let's face it. I think it was heavily Tay Tay. I can't believe that. Hashtag heavily Tay Tay. Um, but this is uh, this is the song that uh, the. Uh, Conrad girl, sorry, the Conrad girl and the um, Claiborne girl. No, nope. uh, no, <laughs> hasn't changed her name. We're, um, we're a bit obsessed with. Legally binding, born as. I love that little clapping. Creepy. Creepy, did you say? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a horror movie. It could be, though. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> right. Suddenly. <laughs> Now, I remember when we first heard this song, you were quite into this, and now you're saying it's a horror song. Look, if you just played that with some sort of strident... <laughs> over a horror movie trailer and just had it slow down a little bit more. My eyes, my eyes, my eyes. <laughs> you, you can't deny it. That's got a folk horror vibe to it. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. I can... It's like when you watch the uh, Modern Wurzel Gummidge stuff and it's got a weird <laughs> soundtrack to it. And it's meant to be kind of folkish, English folk, and it just sounds like it's, you know, coming up to kill list. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't think I've seen the uh, the soundtrack. I've, I've seen parts of the show. Find the soundtrack. It's cr- they played a bit of it on a uh, Radio 4 music quiz a couple of weeks ago. Because they were doing the early music. hours of the morning. And, well, I was listening hour. to it at, you know, six o'clock in the, afternoon, in the evening and listening to it thinking, oh, this is creepy. Is this a horror film? It's like, oh, that's from Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? That was horrifying. And then when you look at Mackenzie Crick and those things with that makeup and it's terrifying. Why is this for kids? Where, where do they do that for? Well, Telescope was performed by kids. Uh, uh, this was written by uh, Hilary Lindsay and Kerry uh, Barlow. Bradshaw? Oh. <laughs> no. Um, 
uh, and performed in season one, episode three, Someday You'll Call My Name. Um, and yeah, this was our first uh, glimpse of uh, Maddie, um, Maddie and Daphne. Yeah, Maddie, Maddie and Daphne, but but mainly of Maddie Claiborne's um, musical talents. Nope. Where you, where you could tell that you know she she shone a bit brighter than Daphne in yeah, this. Know, they're twins. They're fine. Because um, Maddie's the one singing and playing guitar, and Daphne's just clapping along. Yeah, the claps I told you were the things that sound creepy first. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the um, first thing I recognised. So, so you kind of quite early on start to think, hmm, she's got a bit more musical talent than her sister. Why would well, that she's be? she's older, so her hands can go around more guitars. Right, okay, right. Is that shells so are more prone okay. to try to collapse onto her. Right. She's got the gravitational pull of uh, guitar talent and also shelving units. <laughs> <laughs> the two, the two <laughs> things we all get at some point in our life. Well, wait till season two, that shelving unit. <laughs> the cliffhanger of one episode is a shelving unit rebuilds itself and goes, <laughs> my time to shine. Um well we've had um we've had one great duo. We've had um Lennon well, I was gonna say Lennon Amazie, that's their that's their actual names. Um Lennon and McCartney, come on here. <laughs> to Nashville. We had um the power couple, um Deacon and Rainer earlier. And we've had uh, White Lies Red Lips. Yes, we the have. Iconic duo. We've also had the other iconic duo, but now we get another uh, another glimpse of the iconic duo, um, an iconic couple, uh, with uh, the next song. What do you mean, iconic couple? I see we got. I see one name there. It says Scooter. <laughs> oh, it's oh. one of those slow ones. Oh, I'm sorry. I like my music to be, you know, not. I like silence. <laughs> That's what I like. Inside Lewin Davis film. Oh, and who's that? That Gunner. What? Who? What? Is that her fiance, Gunner? No. <laughs> no. That's what happened with um with Scarlet. The right one came along and and he he knelt down in front of her. How dare you. He said, "Scarlet O'Connor, my name is Gunnar Scott. Will you marry me?" Pretty sure how that went down. Um, now this how, is written. How, how dare you? Uh, well, it says composed by Justin Davis, uh, Georgia Middleman, uh, and Sarah Zimmerman, um, and written and sung by Scarlet and Gunnar in the show. Wait, Sarah Zimmerman is that? Robert's sister. <laughs> yes, I think. So. Um, this is um sung in uh season one, episode eight. Obviously, um, <laughs> where he leaves me, uh, in the Bluebird Cafe. Oh, right behind us. Right behind us. Well, behind me. Um, you're standing the other way. 
and we finish off. This is the this is the end of uh, season one, part one's album. Um, I gotta say, there's a lot more to go. There's, there's some more, but there's uh, this is the end, the, the the end end, and then there's some bonus songs. Um, there we go. Something. Yeah. Have you watched the music video for this yet? I saw them making it. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's a shame. Right. Slide guitar in the background. So, Telescope or Telescope, which is your favourite? I like that one, Verda, because it doesn't sound as creepy. <laughs> and I can hear the acoustics of people standing on that famous statue. <laughs> that famous statue. We um, all know it. We don't even need to say what it is, because we're so, <laughs> we're so you know, we see it every day as we go past it. On the traffic, well, those people recreate it like it's Joker steps. This version featured in uh, episode 2, 3, 10, 11, and 12. I remember of, episode 2. Uh, um... <laughs> I mean, who can forget episode two? Um, yeah, you should really check out the actual official music video um, by um, Hayden Panettiere. If I was on set, why would I need to? <laughs> no, no, it's, it's not that one. They should have done that. As a it has to be that one because they were filming. Why would they pay money and <laughs> lock off the statue to film that and then not use it? What is this? Gangster squads? Was there a shooting happening at the statue? <laughs> Season two. Um, <laughs> now we've got some uh, some bonus songs. We've got four bonus songs for the end of this uh, this album. I see how we're playing this. Yeah. So they decided um, to end the album to, to end the album with a big mega hit that happens to be first announced in the second episode of the season. Yeah. That's how unchronological this is. Rather than yeah. ending with wrong song, thinking like, well, that's you know, that's the uh, near Christmas time. Yeah. The season break. Yeah. No, no. How good would Wrong Song be as a finale? It would be good. Um, but I'm so glad we've got these bonus songs because we've listened to the next one. If you pop down the next one, it's very exciting. I see who sings this song. Oh. Ready it's a hoedown. I just noticed there's a playlist that says bangers here, but it's <laughs> lowercase. So what does that sell you? <laughs> this feels very old country. Oh, your country, oh brother. Oh, 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 country for old men. <laughs> A musical version of the iconic cat and mouse thriller. 
Um, I mean, call that... I, call it Fredo. I want Gunner to have... speed your pocket. I want Gunner to have that voice in every song he does. That's That, to me, is, like, really good country. Yeah. I mean, That's a proper finding your roots and uh, expressing your voice. Voice. Oh god, yeah, yeah. So this was um, written by Ray Price and Rusty with Rusty Gabbard. Um, oh, Russ, and uh, performed by Gunnar Scott, everyone's favourite um, boyfriend of Scarlet's. Oh. Um, sorry, fiance of Scarlet's. Sorry, yeah, you, you were right to correct much. me. You were right to correct me there, fiance nope, of Scarlet's. I forgot that plot um, line. How dare you? And um, and performed in season one, episode two. I can't help it if I'm still in love with you. Um. Damn it! I mean, is the, the the uncut title of that? <laughs> I mean, how do you feel about this one? This, this is, is better. This is this, how is this a bonus? Right, Why right. is this not like you know one right. of the early ones? It really should be. It really, really should be. It's, it's, it's got that proper old school vibe to it. It's one of my favourite songs of this. This, this is you know, I, as I listened to that podcast, uh, one of the guys was referring to the old font, new font thing as new font is more. You know, what we've been listening to with Telescope and Wrong Song, and uh, this is certainly what Old Font is. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'm, I'm okay with Old Font, thank you very much. Yeah. And now we come to the Wingdings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, if you type the uh, <laughs> the lyrics or the, the title of this song in Wingdings, it'll yeah. come up with a, with a two towers and a plane. <laughs> it's weird that it happens. It's a coincidence. It was formatted before September 11th, but it's still there. I thought it was going to come up with uh, poop emojis. Oh, hello, it's me, the poop emoji. The emoji will be off, Mr. Data. Oh, it sounds interesting. What could it be? No, it doesn't. It sounds interesting. Oh. Oh, no. I can Oh, Sally, I'm only hearing an instrumental. <laughs> What happened? Where's the place the voice go? Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, oh I turn it off. One. <laughs> Look, I know it's there's a lot of, you know, finding the music and turning it into your own thing. Again, yeah. we talked about the writers and then the artists doing that. But uh, some things are classics that you shouldn't touch. Um, yeah. Now, when I was looking into this... Wacking Phoenix's said... classic should not be touched. <laughs> I'll take that. Oh, also, by the way, um, just to go back to the bangers. Um, okay, yeah. That's not, mine. that's not mine. It's uh, something my cousin's husband uh, made. And I was... Your husband? Yeah, my husband. Um, <laughs> I was... Um, I was... Uh, during the first lockdown, I was looking for for new music to explore, and um, and they sent me a, a bangers. Um, <laughs> Would you say they are all certified, or are they kind of I, like uh, questionable bangers? Questionable for me, at least. I mean, I'm um, gonna look at this later on, obviously. <laughs> Post show well, episode. <laughs> um, well, uh, yeah. So I was looking into this uh, song. It's called "Love's Ring of Fire." Right. Um, yeah, it's not called "Ring of Fire" as you might expect it to yeah. be called. It uh, says it's composed by Johnny Cash, uh, June Carter Cash, but it says oh, June Cash, Ooh, and Merle Kilgore. She was June Carter back then, though, um, and performed by Johnny Cash, but it was performed by Scarlett O'Connor, 
um, accompanied by the Cadillac Black at a pub when she goes out with Haley and Gunner. Yep, she gets up on stage and sings this and ruins the night. Yep, in episode seven, Lovesick Blues. Um, but hey, episode seven, which is also where you got wrong song. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. so we had this real, you know, detriment to the music at this point. And then suddenly they're like, oh, you know what? We're going to pull out all the stops. We've yeah, got wrong just... song again. We could do anything. We could just poop on stage for two hours and everyone be like, well, wrong song was so good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, do you remember um, the week before I was teeing you up for this going, oh, we've got a song that you're, you're really going to love. And I was thinking to myself, you know, Juliet and Raina doing a, their first duet together and it's going to be amazing yeah and i didn't realize that this song this was... came like i i I pushed this out of my memory and so i assumed that you uh, really like this, this uh... yeah as soon as this came up you're like all oh, right <laughs> and you know that uh, this version burns 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 it really does it should burn 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 along with uh avery's yeah. um... it should go down 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 <laughs> down yes um yeah this isn't good um, let's very bad. On. Don't don't uh, change lyrics. <laughs> let's move on to the next song. Oh, I've heard this song before. We have had this song before. Okay, so we can skip it then. <laughs> <laughs> we can, if you want. It's a, it's a bit different. Oh no! Now I'm suddenly interested. <laughs> mm. Cool, right, that's all we need to hear from that. Yeah, better slower slow version. Right? It's a slower version. It's a, what, two-minute difference? Yeah, but um, a nicer version, I, th- I think, just because... Uh, yeah, it's that's... literally two minutes shorter. It's half the time yeah. of the other version. It's only acoustic. It's much more interesting. Yeah, definitely. Acoustic it's... is always better, I find. Sometimes. Of... Sometimes. And this is the, uh, the last... I've seen Weird Al do acoustic, and I've seen Weird Al do crazy big stage production, oh. and they're both great. Yeah, yeah. Both you know um, what? Weird Al should do all of Nashville. <laughs> Weird Alshville. Weird that, sounds, that, that sounds bad. That sounds bad. Let's not do that. No, very bad. Well, uh, this Nashville is... Nashville final... Yankovic. There we go. <laughs> this, is, this is the final uh, bonus song for season... Uh, for volume one of season one. Well, back to those drums again. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting key choice. That's like the doors. You can pause it now, don't you? Yeah, she's I can pause it. That's <laughs> now, if you ask me, this song. Yeah. This song sounds like it's for mums and people with SUVs. That's <laughs> oh, for Teddy's fundraising event. Oh, really? Yeah. What's your fundraising? Making sure that no one finds out that uh, he's definitely the father. I'm trying to put the blame on Deacon. <laughs> fundraising money to pay back to the uh, money he, embe- he embezzled. Oh, the Cumberland Financing Fund. <laughs> What's the song called? <laughs> Thank you. One more time. Thank you. Um, this is written by... This is called Changing Round. <laughs> Gideon or Julian Welch. Um, performed by Raina James in um, We Live in Two Different Worlds, uh, episode four. Um, and it's mainly uh, just, I just remember it for the um, the awkwardness between Teddy and uh, that big deke energy that was up on stage. I mean, who can deny? Who can deny? 
They, they clearly wanted each other. Who would want to? Yeah, of course Teddy and Deacon want each other. Have you seen each other? Yeah. <laughs> um, and they that was volume two. children together. Um, let's head straight into volume two, shall we? Oh, hold on a second. I've got to change the disc over. All right, yep. Change the disc. <laughs> oh, it's a soft opener. Yes. So, the last time we opened with uh, Connie Britton. Yep. This time we opened with no uh, Nashville's next new hot couple, new hot uh, marriage. Or the new Engaged. Connie Britton, <laughs> San Palladio. Right. Bit Italian. Mm. You wouldn't be singing. Inanimate <sighs> object. You don't understand poetry, do you? <laughs> they once hold a man in Nantucket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you paused at the best moment. Oh, fine. <laughs> uh, go on. You once knew a man named Tucket. Yeah. Um, let me just Google it. <laughs> you don't know the rest of that? No, do you know the rest of it? Whose dick was so big he could... Fuck it. Suck it. Suck it. I didn't. I thought there were many uh, men in there. There's uh, many of them, but you didn't even get one of them going. No, I That's the thing. <laughs> no, sorry. I just. If anything, yeah. Mooty would fuck it. <laughs> Any more? Two found a hole in his bucket. <laughs> um, well. <laughs> who was a drag queen who knew he could tuck it? It's Let's rhyming Tucket with Tucket at this point. It's a secondary rhyme. <laughs> Let's go back to... Let's uh, go back into Fade View, which doesn't deserve this kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. grotesque vulgarity. You started it. Well, I guess I you started, started it. it. You right, started yeah, it. Right, you right, were talking right. about poetry. You were poets. Um, you don't know poetry. This That's was um, written by Trevor Rosen, uh, Shane McAnally, uh, okay. and Matt Jenkins, um, and performed in Season 1, Episode 3, Someday You'll Call My Name. That's interesting that it's yeah. the second disc and we're still working our way through the first episode. Yeah, yeah maybe we should have gone to that 63 long <laughs> album. No, because uh, this podcast would certainly go into three hours. <laughs> Whereas um, we're going to get to two hours, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, probably. How are you feeling about this one? I love this. This is very It is great. Nice. It? Their voices complement each other so well. Yeah. And the bit I paused on just to highlight it on its own segment. Right. Ah, right. And well, I wanted to get you to have the Nantucket as well. <laughs> I didn't yeah. want to overstep the hey, in your heart, hey, in your head. So well, hey, ho. What? Uh, what'd you call me? <laughs> let's go. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this, is this Dr. Kid's stand up special on Netflix? <laughs> let's what's go on to talking the about ho? next song, uh, ho. See, because his wife's name was Ho. Yeah. So he could put that into the title of his thing, but it looks like he's just shouting the word ho, because it's funny. It's funny, isn't it? Ha 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 ha, he's a doctor. 
Speaking of doctors, these are doctors' music. See, she's the one that always leads. I know, I hear two voices there. Yeah. I hear many voices. <laughs> Daphne's got some octaves. Yeah. That. She said that. Turn to the chorus now. Mm-hmm. Banjo and you. How do you feel about this one? It's okay. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a popular song outside. Of Russia, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, by the yeah by the uh, written by Jem- Jeremy Freights and Wesley Sh- uh, Schultz. Wesley. Um. So and... the the Lumineers. Yes, the Lumineers. Yeah. yeah. Have you never heard of them before? No. I've heard of the Lupineers. That's the uh, people who are fans of Omar Sy on Netflix. Is <laughs> <laughs> that show any good? I watched the first episode. It was fine. I'm sure it's very pleasant. I like Omar Sy. It's hmm. got Ludwig Sajnier. She's great. Um, well, this song was uh, performed in the episode um, episode 16. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I Saw the Light. Was this before or after the collapse? The collapse? When yeah, I think it must have been after the uh, storage incident when they went on. Oh tour. yeah, yeah, it was after. This the was them on tour, wasn't it? This was yeah. They, this was uh, um. Was Daph- New York um, was this in? in? Was this Chicago? I believe it was New York. Yeah, the fun thing about about New York, <laughs> right? People call it a concrete jungle, but it's where dreams are made of. <laughs> the Lumineers will inspire you. <laughs> Touche. I like that. I like that little twist there. Um, yeah, this was performed when uh, Raina let them uh, perform on soundcheck, which is a nice little thing. It, it just to stop them from talking. About, I mean, it's, um, it's utter nepotism. It is, but you know, the next step uh, it's it's to stop them from um, jumping onto her label. So, because <laughs> yeah. that's what they wanted to do. Well, that would be ridiculous, especially after Juliet turned up and was like, "Hey, this, oh. you know, I." Yeah, but she's like, oh, yeah, you know, don't listen to anyone. Do what you want. And then... <laughs> yeah, she said, do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. The Adams Family. <laughs> Which was a weird reference to make at that point. You know, the kids did not That's get strange. it. <laughs> um, well, hey, do you want a, a Gunner Scott original? Excuse me? Do you want a Gunner Scott original? I don't think yeah, there's anything less in the world I could want. <laughs> well, let's let's listen to a Gunner Scott original. Oh, thank you. Oh boy, we're back into that kind of driving guitar drums thing. He's a bad boy, isn't he? He's an outlaw country musician. We know this. Like Kate McKinnon, we know this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just about to say, oh, we've not had his, uh, him singing yet. That's 20 seconds of that is 20 the generic seconds. Nashville sound at this point. Yeah. Let's, let's a hear a time. bit of him singing, come on. That's a long time <laughs> for an intro. Yeah. When it sounds like everything else that's about sound on the first two albums, let's face it. Because he's busy putting his sunglasses on. It sounds different. Yeah. It sounds like he's not trying. <laughs> 
Wait, oh, you lost a wall. This was cake. Edgy. Mm, it's like Joker. Yeah, um, you know, we don't have his um his classic voice. Um you know, the the voice we love of his um from the earlier song. Um but this is definitely an original Gunnar Scott song. Um definitely not written by his brother Jason. Um because do you hear Jason saying he wrote it? No, because he's dead. I hear Jason say say anything. <laughs> uh this was uh performed in uh episodes eighteen and nineteen. So we're into the second half. There we go. Um, this, was, uh, for, this was called Gun for a Mouth. I'll read you some lyrics we missed out on. Yeah. I'm a big man. I have a big gun. Got me a big old dick and I want to have fun. Mm. Held against your forehead, I'll make you suck it. Maybe I, I'll put a hole I, in your head just for the fuck of it. I, I can reduce you if I want. I can devour. I I'm hard as fucking steel and I've got the power. I'm every inch a man. I'll show you somehow. Me and my fucking gun... I never can stop me now. Shoot, 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 shoot. I'm going to come all over you. Shoot, shoot, no, shoot, I, shoot, shoot. I'm going to come all over you. Me and my fucking gun. 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 I, yeah, Trent Lesnar wrote that one. I don't think Trent uh, Lesnor David wrote that Poe one. Big man with a gun words. for a mouth. But David Poe wrote gun for a mouth. Which we David Bowie wrote that. David Poe. Hello, everybody. <laughs> this is um, how I won the war. I've got myself a Christmas cake. And I've got a gun for a mouth. <laughs> Let's let's uh listen to the next song. I'm the man who fell to earth. <laughs> and the man who sold the world. Oh this is nice. Nice little guitar. We in Hawaii. <laughs> is this Yuki? Just gone up. Oh yeah, written by Patty Griffin. Merv Griffin. Patty Griffin. Oh, no. okay. Peter Griffin. Does <laughs> <laughs> it get anywhere? Um. Hold on. <laughs> Why we go? <laughs> we gotta. Here we go. Here we go. All right. important message there we are water we flow and flow um this is now, uh have you heard you see have you seen the book of mormon no i've not listened to it either there's a song called we are africa all oh, right <laughs> i mean this could just switch places this <laughs> well is just um, as, this is just as you know the right person singing the right song at the right time we we first saw juliet uh, rehearsing this um but then she got interrupted by dante <sighs> dante 
in yeah, Dear Brother, Brother, episode 14. Go on. He had a, a hole in his nipple. nipple. Uh, not not at that point. He had a hole in his areola. And we kept seeing it. <laughs> and it was on screen prevalently as the third build character in every scene they were in together. <laughs> um, so we see her rehearsing the song in uh, Dear Brother. Um, but then we see the full what performance in, in My Heart. <laughs> My Heart Would Know, episode 17. Um, it's got a weird vibe to it. I mean, if you're going to yeah. go for some sort of you know young rock country multi genre artist, it's not the way I'd go with it. I was thinking though, this feels like a good like real country with a bit of folk put in there. I mean, this is you know you could see this as like the third act of a uh, romantic comedy set in Hawaii. Like Adam Sandler's <laughs> running through waterfalls trying to get to Drew Barrymore. You really see the Hawaiian part of it, like you, you. It's the uh, it's banjo slash ukulele sound. Okay. It's got that island country vibe. Um. Well, it's it's getting a bit dark. Shall we? Uh, shall we look for a place to shine? <laughs> Too dark to see. Sounds like I'm knocking down heaven's door. Well, she's water. I mean, doesn't that just bring back the the warm feelings we had when watching Scarlett performed at the Grand Ole Opry? This is so good. In season one, episode 20. This is so good. It's, it's so a, good. It's an undeniable powerhouse, that one. And also, yeah. it's two minutes. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> out. it's short, sweet, makes you want more. Written by uh, Natalie Hemby and Angela Lauer. Um, performed by Scarlett in uh, season one, episode 15 and 20. Really? You mean Dame Angela Lauer? <laughs> Jessica Fletcher herself? Yes, sure. <laughs> Mrs. Potts? I don't think so. Bread uh, and broomsticks? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, one of your top, do you think? I don't do. I don't rate them, but this is one I like. Yeah, top tier then. This is one I like. Okay, fine. <laughs> Take one. I, I am positive on Scooter standing on the Opry stage performing this. I mean, that folk. was. I mean, is that is that at least uh, one of your top scenes of the season? It's very nice. It's very <laughs> nice. I liked it. All right, moving on. I was positive on the idea of Scooter standing in front of everybody and performing a song that was good. Uh, it wished yeah. me away. It's a nice opening. My friends are so depressed. <laughs> oh, this is not chili peppers. Oh, 
quite low key this one, I think. Let's get it, let's get him pick up. To the to, to the title at least. <laughs> My empire. <laughs> That's a damn good song. I know. Um, Nine Inch Nails again. Nine Inch Johnny Cash. The Resner. Um, the Res. It's the resurrection. So this of is a uh, stronger than me, written by Sarah Buxton and Kate York, and um, performed by Rayner during uh, Deacon's surprise birthday party. Remember when they interrupted his uh, viewing of um, Old Yeller? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. do. I know. They got Sue out of it, though, didn't they? They did. They did indeed. We love um, Sue. So this was in episode So everyone was uh, excited 14. to hang out and perform music and give him an upbeat track. And, <laughs> and like along comes Raina. Was well, like, you know, whole oh, Deacon oh, Seltzer. Here she goes again. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> so there's only two daddies so far. Well, no, there's um, three daddies to count them are, but they, he's not a real daddy to Maddie. He's not a Maddie daddy. I suppose that's not a very sweet memory, then. What do you mean? I, I, it's, I mean it's a bit of a... Was, uh, it was tough, it. because, you know, of course, you know, we love Sue. We introduced us to Sue, that episode, and yeah. that sequence. But uh, we also then lost Sue, and that hurt. So uh, what would you call that? Oh, I can't remember. It's that not just sense. sweet. There's a little hint of something else. I'll never get it. Let's just l- listen to the next one. What is it that we were trying to think of? Impressive guitar. Well, it's the Beatles again. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Bit of memory, that is it. Yeah, the, the Beatles vibe is strong. <laughs> well, it just keeps um, Nashville for a day and sung a song. So this was um, in the season finale um, for... Uh, episode 21. Episode 21, yes. Um, performed by Raynor James and Brad Paisley. Was that pictures from the other side? No. Bit of memory. No, the uh, episode I'll, I'll never get out of this world alive. I'll never get out of this world alive. What was the picture on the other side one? Um, oh. The picture from life's other side there was uh, episode 20. Yep. That's why they're so connected to me. Yeah. Yeah. They're two, they're a week apart. Yeah. Yeah, this was, uh, not a fan of this one. Yeah, you weren't really, were you? Um, nope. Still which, not. <laughs> would you, would you have chosen a different song for her to perform at the CMAs? Yeah, of course I would. What, what, what would you have chosen? I'd try, you know, get her to sing Big Man With A Gun. That was a great song. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, but... failing that, Blue Dabbity. Dabbity, Dabbity. <laughs> Well, country well, version of that would be good. Defunk. Let's get some dark punk in there. <laughs> oh, around Nashville, around Nashville. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't say no to that. No, I suppose not. Um, <laughs> How could you say no to this? <laughs> That's well, what I was suggesting, by the way, at this point, Nashville should do that. Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, um, let's, uh, let's see a post-breakup Avery Barkley. 
Oh, this title has no bearing on us during this pandemic. <laughs> oh, sad as all. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now, yeah. there is. Uh, is it going up? Going in, up. Uh, Sing Street. Oh, um, God! I haven't seen Sing Street in so long. Yeah, I'm going to find the soundtrack, and you'll hear it. But like, yep, yeah, that's exactly what he's going for. It sounds yeah. exactly like that. Yeah. And you'll be like, you know, yeah, Andrew's the best person in the world. We <laughs> love you, Stan. Um. Yeah. I. What are you, to find is- you. This was written by uh... Uh, I mean, it's the same Yeah, yeah Except, Um, you know, third year's version's better (laughs) What do you think about this one? This was written by Laura Rogers, uh, Lydia Rogers And Geordie uh, Sampson We've got a Geordie in there (laughs) Why, I let there be lonely, man why not? Performed in uh, when ah, you're trying blind. to break in other hearts. Don't kill, so I'm blind. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this song. It's, it's a, bit, a bit too slow and sad. Yeah, although I do like um, Avery behind the piano. I actually scratched that. No, I don't. <laughs> it's got a nice voice, but I don't know. It's not. It doesn't fit natural. Yeah. How dare you? Well, let's go on to the next song. Um, I which... will go on to the next song. <laughs> I see what you did there. I don't know why that, that happened. What? I must have hit you. Wow. Um, why is that shelving unit looking at me? Um, just get closer. Don't blink. It's not an angel. Well, maybe that's what happened because this uh, was performed um, during Juliet's uh, intimate show that she tweets about. Um, hey, she wanted to make sure that her album would get a big news break. Yeah. Uh, so this was some sort of shitty. What, what was the idea? Was it a big studio, big stone stage event, or was it a smaller thing? What was, was their intention? Thing. No, what was their intention? How do you mean? What was the uh, PR team's intention or the record label's intention of doing the uh, gig or doing the announcement? It was just like a fan only, like kind of very. Small yeah, but didn't they do want to do something different? And she—that's why she changed it up. 
Was it going to be like Good Morning America and that kind of stuff instead? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they, yeah. Right, But yeah. they already had this planned. But she's oh, okay. like, well, right. we've already I got this. Let me, let's yeah. make it bigger. Did DMZ um, cover it? Probably, surely. <laughs> DMZ, I forgot about DMZ. That's the demilitarized zone. Um, so there's landmines um, all over this place. There's landmines are full of gossip. This is uh, written by Kerry Barlow. Um, Steve Kerry Robson. Barlow? Oh, I hope he paid his taxes <laughs> on this one. And Kaylin Smith. Um, and uh, performed in episodes 15, 16, 19, and 20. Um, but uh, I'm surprised, I'm surprised some of these songs you would have hearing in so many episodes. I only remember them from one moment, if that. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The main moment we remember this one for is when um, she performs it at the, the two old hippies, um, and uh, Maddie gets hurt by. Um... Hey, man. Come and play your song. It'd be great. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. No, I show um, you this is a great we build it ourselves. It's fine. Performed well, uh yeah, where Maddie gets hurt by um by those those dastardly um shelving units. That dastardly shelving units coming up in the first. Who's gonna win the wacky races of Nashville? <laughs> um and do you know what do you know what um <laughs> do you know what Maddie's gonna you know do? What? You know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what Maddie will do when the when the uh shelving unit gets her? Oh, is Play this a health Twice. She come around though. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah, I won't go to the second floor. Yeah, when you lock the door. What? So, is this a two-story house? Is this suggesting they've got two different apartments on two different floors? What's the situation there? Oh, maybe two different apartments on two different floors. And who's on the second apartment? Well, Lex- it's everyone's favourite, Ted Lexington. Will Lexington? Ted Lexington. That's why he's afraid to go up to the second floor, because he yeah. thinks Will's going to hit on him again. He's not going to hit on him. He's going to tap that ass. Tap that ass? Yeah. Gunner's going to be singing all night. Um, what do you think of this one? It's, it's he, won't, he won't sing straight for a while. <laughs> but he's going to head west. What's west from Nashville? What is west of Nashville? What is west of Nashville? I don't know. Is that east of the Sippy? Sure. Um, well, this was, <laughs> this was written by Tyler James and Kate York and performed by Gunnar and Scarlett in the show in uh, Someday You'll Call My Name and Dear Brother, episode 3 and 14. What you say? <laughs> um, they can, when they're composing it they, uh, and they're rehearsing it, um, Avery interrupts them. Oh my gosh! Uh, and later they uh, perform it in the Bluebird. Hey, um, at Deacon's surprise party. See, this is a sad song as well. Why is it all yeah. slow songs at the party? 
Is Deacon just a miserableist? He's an alcoholic. <laughs> He's recovering. He's a sober. He's a sober boy. He's a big sober um, boy. He loves the well, big Deke. Now we come to the end of uh, Volume 2, the, the, the main end. The main um, end, because it's a five-minute track. Yep. Here we go, five minutes. <laughs> Nothing in this world will ever break my heart again. Oh, I remember why it's five minutes now. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it has to wrap up every storyline. <laughs> like, cliffhangers for everyone. <laughs> Just gets you in the mood to have a car crash or, or propose to Scarlet, doesn't it? No, I want to do none of those things. Okay. No one should propose to Scarlet. Not until they're completely ready. <laughs> I mean, this I remember doing the notes for this episode. So this was performed in um, the season finale um, after Jolene's death. Yeah. Um, and uh, performed at the Bluebird um, by Juliet, written by Sarah Buxton and Kate York. Um, and yeah, and it's uh, Juliet's fine. It's it's a moment to shine. You know, she finally gets to perform at, stage at the Bluebird Cafe, which Just is what her mum wanted. Yeah, and I remember doing the notes for this, and I I had to stop, and I, I had tears in my eyes. It's... No, but that's because you're a big pansy. <laughs> Why would you say something like that? Because you want to marry Scarlett. It's like, it's Who like wish you were gonna. Who wishes they were gonna? Gunner didn't <laughs> wish she was gonna. Gunner wished she was Jason. If you can't really wish you were gonna, you didn't even wish you were Jason. You're not even worth being gonna. <laughs> you're just. You're so inconsiderate. Why don't you just play the next song? Oh, we go skip over the five-minute bloody <laughs> sad sack miserable finale. The yeah. last one ended with play telescope. It did indeed. Um, why, but this one ended this one... with the, bit, the the song that ends the entire show. So, yeah, but the yeah. last one ended with Telescope. Telescope's a fun pop song. Yeah. That's not a fun pop song. Well, now we're into the um, Target exclusive tracks. Only available from Target. Go, 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 Glendale. <laughs> so we've got two versions of this song. Oh, great. <laughs> This is an acoustic version. Indeed it is. Is the other one just a sad second? <laughs> three, three seconds longer. <laughs> Written by Ashley Monroe and Brendan Benson.
Yes, yes, now the right. Oh, she'll make uh, other things fall as well. Like what? Like shelving units. It's a band. Band leaders fall. Band leaders should have known. The amount of people are bad. You're already basically hitting up the. I think she says consistently. Well, let's try the uh, the studio version. Hey, it sounds similar. <laughs> I thought I I just slipped it in there just to. Excuse me. <laughs> you had. You came through the back way. <laughs> yeah, there, there's not much difference to be honest, is there? Nope, sounds very similar. Yeah. Yeah. No. I just thought I just thought I'd, I'd compare the two. And we have, and they're yeah. similar. Well, there's three <laughs> seconds of difference, and there's more bass. Yeah. And some drums. Um, well, this is uh, written by Ashley, uh, Ashley Monroe and Brendan Benson, mm-hmm. performed by Juliet and Deacon in um, the season one episode, I've Been Down That Road Before, episode 12, um, after Juliet realises she needs to mature her songs. Um, now, has she heard of Trent Reznor? Because <laughs> he's a big man. He has a big gun. God gave him a big old dick and he just wants to have fun. Isn't that going to be more mature? Sure. She could do, she could do the female version. Wow. Well, let's, let's go on to the next song. Why? Oh, this sounds like Nashville. Well, this sounds like every interstitial and opening sequence of Nashville. Oh, yeah. Like you can see, it's a TVPG on the side. <laughs> Who the band play? Hmm? Who's the band? Not too sure. This is not Avery Barclay's band. Oh, it is indeed, actually. Yeah? I believe so, yeah. JD? No, I think it's later than that. Mm. Episodes 11 and 15. Oh, yeah, that was when he was heading off to Atlanta. Faffing him out. How do you feel about this one? Let's see if it goes anywhere. Does it go anywhere? No, it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> That's the problem. These songs always end up saying like, like the first minute and then repeat three. Three times yeah. over. That's the end of the song. Yeah, three chords and the truth. Um... Yeah, but you know what the truth would be? Go on. A bridge. <laughs> what? A bridge. Give me a bridge. Oh, right. Okay. I thought you meant an, a physical bridge. Um... Yeah, a bridge out of natural. <laughs> Wow. No, we're in this for the long run now. I, I know. One season deep, and you're loving every second of it. Uh, so this was... Yes, you are. Um, this, was, <laughs> this was written by Erin McCarley and Kate York, uh, performed by Avery in uh, You Win Again and When You're Tired of Breaking Others, Other Hearts, episodes 11 and uh, 15. 11 and but 15. Now, this this next song really oh, should... we're skipping over be... Avery entirely. Ha ha ha. I mean... You, it's, fine, it's fun, but this next song should have been in the main soundtrack. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised this is not this is not on there. Is 
that guitar. Now there's your slide. That's what the song's called. This is our first um, uh, Will Lexington song. Yeah, how come he didn't make it onto the... Uh... Yeah, that's strange. Is he, like, all of the soundtracks after this? Yes. Have a little dance to this like I am? No. Yeah, yeah. Feature up. I want to line dance to this. How can you line dance to this? I'm so, sure you Yeah, you can line peppy. dance to that. It's yeah. still for line dance. You can't do like a da 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 da. You've got to sway to your, so, to your own breeze. I could, I could line dance to it. Yeah, on your own. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you got to do in a pandemic. Um, so this was written by Vince Gill and Ashley Munro. Uh, originally performed by Ashley Monroe featuring Blake Shelton. Um, oh, the sexiest uh, man alive. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, um, fun fact, he's on HBO Records. He was for yes, a while at least. Um, and performed in episode uh, 17, My Heart Would Know. And My Heart Would Know that this is one of the best songs of the uh, soundtrack. That's Wouldn't you agree? Late early in the day for me. I thought this was like episode 20, episode 19. Oh, really? Okay. It feels like it's more recent than we, that we watched it. Because it sticks in your head. Damn good song. Um, well, let's listen to the penultimate song. Previously on Nashville. I'm sitting here wondering will a matchbox hold my clothes? I'm sitting here wondering will a matchbox hold my clothes? Dump, dump. Many matches, but I got so far to go. Dun, dun, dun. I said, Mama, who may your manager be? I said, Mama, who may your manager be? Reason I have so many questions, can you make arrangements for me? I think you don't run that with Bucky. Well, this is a 1927 manager. <laughs> this is a 1927 song, uh, composed and sung, sung by. Uh, Blind Lemon Jefferson. Okay. Um, Deacon sings it in I Can't Help It If I'm Still In Love With You, uh, episode two of Damn season it. one. Um, uh, but it's not been uh, performed in its entire, entirety rather, in the uh, in the show. But we get the uh, the song in its entirety on the soundtrack. Oh, the nice? whole two minutes and six seconds. Yeah, it's nice. It's not like American Pie. It doesn't suddenly go off to you know, five <laughs> oh, different you, other verses. Which you Six, seven minute long songs in this. If it gives you more chip, <laughs> then yes. Yeah, true. Charles. Um, I don't know who that is. And now we come to the last um, the last target. Anyway, 100 points for Chip Hester. <laughs> <laughs> but the points don't matter. They don't. They never do. Now this is the acoustic version. Do you prefer the acoustic version or the poo sticks version? <laughs> So you sing it when you're watching the <laughs> sticks run down the water. I see your eyes cry. 
All right, let's give uh, the, the, the popcorn version. <laughs> Sounds like... <laughs> With ah. a full band of company. Yeah. It's sad. It is quite sad. What a way to end. <laughs> yeah, even the uh, bonus versions you've decided to do, you've ended with the sad ones. I, I didn't end with the... Like, they ended with the sad ones. <laughs> Don't look at me. I didn't... I'm I didn't looking at you, because I'm looking at the playlist that's created by Johnny. Uh, yeah, but I, I took the playlist on the album <laughs> listing, so it's not my fault. You could have changed it up. You could have ended it with the eight dolly and just given us a nice happy <laughs> out. But instead, we have either a five-minute miserable montage from Hayden Panettiere... Oh, I'm sorry. We have a sad double acoustic or sad <laughs> full band version of Sam Palladio. That was, um, that was Shine, written by Trent Dabbs and uh, Ashley Munro. Yep, gave, I, I left a little beat there for you. Um, and Ashley Munro, uh, performed by Gunner, um, in My Heart Would Know, episode 17. Now, of course, um, he sings this and then Joe Pesci tries to kill him. <laughs> sure. It's he's holding to, you know, he's sick, go sing his shine box. <laughs> well, that's, um, that's, he's a made man. That's the season. Gunner's a made man. You can't do that. That's, that's the season one soundtrack. <laughs> um, do you feel like you would uh, go right, back? Which, over... which characters would you feel best as the Goodfellas? <laughs> would I? Would I? If you could recast anyone in Nashville as the Goodfellas, um, who'd uh... be your Liotta, your Pesci, your De Niro's? Okay, uh, I feel like Gunner would be Liotta. Really? Um, Deacon De Niro and <laughs> Will Lexington Pesci. See, I'd have said Scarlet would be a good Liotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The innocence slowly verbing into the danger. Okay. So, yeah. Juliet definitely is Pesci. <laughs> I agree, Deacon's a great De Niro. Yeah, yeah, Deacon's. Deacon's that big Deacon De Niro energy. That big De Niro energy. <laughs> um, so, would, do you think you'd go back over this? They're album? singing country songs and you're laughing. <laughs> do you think? Do you think you'd um you'd listen to this soundtrack? Nope, I'm uh, going to exit Spotify now. You'd uh you'd listen to the um to the sixty three song version, right? Oh, the three and a half hour thing. Yeah, definitely. I've got that time. <laughs> well, um. Well, let's wrap this up um, with my top five, shall we? Da, 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 da. Hey, what do you think? Uh, what do you think is in there? Give me five you think will be in there. Well, I've just closed Spotify, so I can't see the playlist anymore. <laughs> so I think the uh, the happy one, the fun one, <laughs> the exciting one, the sexy one, and the sad one. Yeah, kind of not wrong. <laughs> Strangely enough, um, so at five, uh, it's ho hey. Which I know is a Lumineers song and not uh, original, but still damn good. Um, Maddie and Daphne's. Maddie and Daphne's version's quite fun. Yeah. Um, Number four is the wrong song. Wait, no, that's not supposed to be. (laughs) Get it? Because it's the wrong song. It's coming through my speakers. Give me that one. um, I mean, you know, that's got to be in there. But number three... You ain't Dolly, and you ain't Porter. I mean, it should have been higher up there, but there's um, uh, above that is uh, number two, I'll Be There If You Ever Want Me. No. I mean, that that 
country no twang from Gunner. It's just gorgeous, and I could have that on a loop, and we will have that on a loop. Um, Not here, and though. my number one song. Any guesses? My number one song. Mm, telescope. No, God no. Love's Ring of Fire. Ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> if you wish. Um, if I didn't know better, the the song that started it all for me. A song that ended the pilot episode and had me hooked. Do you agree? Good. Nope. See you next okay. week. <laughs> so that's season one. That's the music of season one. That's the music of season one. Oh, this has been a long journey. It has indeed. And we've got five more five seasons more to go. Five worth of music to get through. Yep. When will Powers Booth sing? <laughs> Seriously, it, did, for the concerts, did they have moments where the music acts would break and they'd suddenly have a quick ballroom come out and it's Tandy and Lamar having a meeting or something? I don't or Colton and Teddy do like a conference regarding Nashville's problems and say, yeah, if only we had uh, that uh, that classic Juliet song come out and then a uh, person who's not Hayden Panettiere comes out and pretends to be Juliet Barnes because you're not going to get her on stage. No, I, I believe they, uh, they <laughs> treated it as a proper concert. <laughs> Well, that is a proper concert. It's oh, right. skits, dramatic skits, big monologues and Shawkin-esque dialogue. Well, where can we find you to um to find out more about oh, your... To pitch uh... my next version of the yeah, National to pitch your concerts. Because <laughs> we're all in the concert mood in this uh, classic time. We're all going to be hanging out together, sharing, you know, breathing space. I'm on Twitter, at Ethan Runt. Funny. You are. I'm funny. You are indeed. Me. Um, funny looking. <laughs> very true. Oh, that felt cruel. Yeah, it's very um, true. I am at movie underscore mad on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much for asking. Um, we are at uh, bluebird underscore pod on Twitter. No, wait. Yes, yeah. bluebird underscore pod on Twitter. We are at bluebird pod on Instagram. Um, and bluebird pod on Facebook. And bluebirdpod at hotmail.com. Um, email us, get in contact. Let us know what your favorite, your top five songs are. Let, let, let Johnny know what your top five songs <laughs> are. Um, and until next week, when we start season two, how excited are you? It's, it's been a long wait to find out what happens. Does Deacon survive? Yes. Does Rain survive? Yes. Does the cast survive? No. no season point. two, new car smell. <laughs> How did you know the episode title? Well, it's based on uh, my albums this time around, right? Yes, yeah. The uh, the Andrew Jones discography, which you can go on Wikipedia and read. It's uh, it does say you know it's a it's a blurb. <laughs> well, every every week uh, for season two, um, we'll be talking about each episode, and we will be discussing in detail um, the the songs of Andrews that the episodes are titled. Upon. After. After. That was it. That was the word I was looking for. But upon. I mean, that's very poetic for someone yeah. who doesn't know about the man in Antarctica. <laughs> that's impressive. I've not met him. Um, well, the fun thing about him, you don't need to meet him because his dick is so big you could suck it. And on that note. It grew and grew. And then it started to spew. So much juice into a bucket. <laughs>